Y'all bought it? Represent. <laughs> Check out some of this down south. You gotta be. You about it? Today is Monday, July the 24th, and you're tuned in to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. I am your host, Donald Ware, and uh, I tell you what, hope you had a wonderful weekend. Our countdown to kickoff uh, was absolutely spectacular as we had six of the 10 invited head football coach from the state of North Carolina. We all met at the Jimmy V's and had a great time. It was a great show and uh, we'll have that posted on our website uh, a little bit later on in the week. Today, we're going to take a look at the Southern Jaguars, who promised to have an outstanding football team, as a matter of fact. And on the line in his fifth season as the head football coach of the Jaguars is Dawson Odoms, as he joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Coach Odoms, welcome. Oh, thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. It's always I mean, I'm always glad to have you on the program. You've done a, a tremendous job uh, all the years that you've been uh, at Southern. I want to kind of uh, wrap up 2016. You got some guys kind of coming back. But what is life going to be like in 2017? Life after, shall we say, one of the great running backs in SWAC history, Lenard Tillery? Well, you know, I just think it's an opportunity for – someone else to create their legacy you know I think when you got a program and you establish that program and you know when you build that program with with high school graduates you got a chance for guys to grow and develop just like with artillery did you know each year you get a chance to see the growth and you get a chance to see the improvement so uh, the next guys will have a chance to step in and, and see if they can equal that production and I really think uh, we got several guys that'll be in line for that opportunity. I'm excited about the talent at that position. We're very deep. We got five guys that'll be competing, and we got to get two or three guys to get the production of whether it's one guy. I think we have a talented group back there that can that can carry the mail. Absolutely. So t- tell us some of the names that um, uh, could be vying for either the, the spot, but you mentioned sort of a, you alluded, I guess, to a maybe a running back by committee, but some really good running backs. Who who are some of those names? Well, we have two seniors returning. That's Herb Edwards and who, who played some. He backed up uh, an artillery last year. You got Tevin Horton, who's another senior that's, that's going to be able to step in. But we got three freshmen that we signed a year ago, and that's uh, Dabrion Prophet. That's uh, – Devon Ben and Jermaine Quez Mims. So I really think those three guys, along with those two seniors, are really going to have an opportunity to solidify our running back position. Now, before we, uh, you know, obviously your quarterback um, returns, who has really been one of the better quarterbacks in the SWAC, and Austin Howard, he was a phenomenal uh, freshman year and has had really, really good career in, in the three years that he's been in Southern. But I want to start on defense. He had a lot of talent on defense. And the one young – it's a lot of guys. I, but one of the young men I want to point out, uh, one of the guys I really liked and especially coming into last season, and boy, what a season he had for you, was was your uh, defensive back, uh, Danny Johnson. This is a young man that has a knack for the football. He has an outstanding story. Talk about him and what he's gonna be, what he's gonna mean to this defense in 2017. Well, it's just another one of those seniors, you know. I think all the seniors that are in our 
graduating class this year, other than uh, Tevin Horton, all came here as freshmen, and the majority of them played as freshmen. And, of course, that was 2014. All of them went to the championship as freshmen. So it's like we just created a window of opportunity for young men. Young man from East Feliciana got a lot of talent. He's a great uh, young man on and off the field. He's about chopping wood and carrying water and doing things the right way. He's a phenomenal leader, a uh, great leader in our secondary, great leader on our defense, great leader on our team. So, I mean, he leads by example. He's going to be up front. He's going to work extremely hard. And and he's um, a product of all the hard work that he's put in. So I'm excited for him going to his senior year. I know he has some lofty goals that he has set for himself as an individual. Uh, but he's about this mission that we're about to go on as a football team, and I'm happy he's a part of our football team. No question. And then an- another guy who, again, boy, I mean, another great story also is uh, your kid Tillery, Aaron Tillery, defensive end, really good season on last year. He's a preseason all-swack selection. What about him as one of also the leaders of this Jaguar defense? Well, I mean, he he loves playing football. I mean, these guys uh, online to graduate. Uh, I, I know Danny will be done in December. Tiller will be done. You know, it's just it's just so great, you know, and I think that's why I like recruiting high school football players is because I have a chance to impact their lives and you have a chance to grow together. And it's just great to see your sons reach the finish line after their four- or five-year journey that they've been on. And not only are they having success on the field, they're having a lot of success off the field. And the thing with this graduating senior class, that they combined GPA of all those guys is probably about a 2.8. So there, there are some smart and very intelligent young men that are going to do very well in life. And we're just excited that we have Till on our football team. And, uh, you know, he has lofty goals just like Danny have lofty goals for themselves. But this whole camp is about us going on this mission and going on this mission together and doing whatever we got to do to achieve that mission. And with those two guys, I really like our chances uh, this year. That is the voice of Dawson Odom's head football coach at Southern. He joins us here on the HPCU Football Daily Podcast again for today, Monday, July the 24th. Some of the other names, Coach uh, Odom's, uh, tell us some of the other names that you're expecting big things from this upcoming season. On the defensive side of the football, you got Kentavious Preston, who's another senior, already graduated, being grad school, was one of those guys that played as a freshman. I think he's uh, poised for a good year. Junior, Simeon Houston, who has all the talent in the world, I think he's ready to have a breakout season. And, you know, we got uh, on the other corner, you got Jamar Mitchell, who's another senior, guy that's already graduated, being grad school. So, you know, we have uh, several names, uh, two safeties that I think got, when you look at them, they got an opportunity to pass the book test. And that's Montavious Gaines and Andre Augustine, two guys that are very talented, long ranging safeties that can cover a lot of ground. Been in this defense for this will be their second year. So if those guys can just put it together, and that's what camp's all about, is coaches trying to find a way to put them in position to make plays. And, if we can get these guys in position, they'll make plays, and if they make enough plays, I really like the direction the defense will be headed in in 2017. Yeah, you definitely got some playmakers. Let's look at the offensive side of the ball. You talked a little bit about the running backs, the expectation 
there. We'll talk about some other guys. I want to talk about Austin Howard. Been watching this young man for three years. Had an outstanding rookie campaign, uh, a good sophomore campaign, a really good campaign uh, on last year. Maybe a bit overshadowed. Um, but but this is a young man that is outstanding. Talk about the expectations for him in 2017, but also how he's grown from his rookie season going back to 2014. Well, I think coming back into coming into 2017, uh, I don't think there's another quarterback in the conference this year that has as many snaps as this young man, and he's proven to be a winner. Uh, since he arrived in uh, in 2014, and he's done nothing but get better every year. And I'm pleased to see that, man, because he took over and started as a true freshman. When he came in 2014, we were coming off the championship in 2013. People say, how are you going to replace uh, Lee Dawson? How are you going to replace Dro- uh, Dre Joseph? And what my, my answer to this is we don't replace anybody in our program, but their departure creates an opportunity. When Dre Joseph left in 2013, his departure created an opportunity for some young man to step up and create his legacy. Well, that young man has been Austin Howell, and he's been creating that legacy, you know, every year. Uh, without Kincaid's performance last year, he's probably, you know, up there for as, you know, player of the year. But we had Lenard Tillery. But now I think it's his time to shine as a quarterback. I think it's, it's his year to be great. He, he's in an offense that he knows inside out. He understands where to go with the football. He knows the checks. Now I'm just ready to put a group of guys around him that's just as hungry as he is to be a champion. And I think if we can have him on the same page, he's going to have a great year. Yeah, I mean, 29 touchdowns uh, to just eight interceptions when you consider, uh, to your point, when you talk about the snaps, he plays uh, he doesn't miss any games, 330 attempts, only eight interceptions. Uh, that's pretty good. And you're right, unless uh, Kincaid, he's probably your player of the year. You mentioned creating opportunities. So what does the departure of Willie Quinn, who did sign a free agent contract with the Chicago Bears, who does, uh, with the departure of Willie Quinn, who does that now create an opportunity for? Well, it's, it's recruiting. I mean, we have, I mean, with the new rules now coming in one day account and being able to do some things that that you weren't able to do in the past, we're to bring in 105 guys. So out of that 105, you figure it's going to be 50 or so offensive players. Uh, we probably have about 19 wide receivers in the count. Hopefully we can find two or three that can equal the production that Willie had a year ago. But I'm really happy with with Stacy Pyro, who's a guy that played for us last year. He made some catches. He was a true freshman playing wide right receiver last year, and then he's a sophomore. So, you know, one thing I think people realize about our program is that we go, we recruit guys to play. We don't recruit freshmen to sit out, get better. No, no. We're going to invest money in you. We're investing that money to get a return right away. So we're very deliberate in who we recruit as as freshmen. Stacy Pyro stepped in there and did an outstanding job for us last year. As a true freshman, now he's able to step up as a sophomore into that starting role. He doesn't have the Willie Quinn-type quickness, but he's a smart, savvy football player. He's going to catch the football, but he's able to do some things once he once he catches. But we're looking for a group of guys to maximize the production, not one guy. And I think as a group, if we can be more productive 
as a group, I think we'll like our wide receiver core going forward. A couple of more thoughts, and then I guess it also creates uh, more opportunity for Dylan Beard, right, as your tight end, as the, the most productive, I believe anyway, the most productive tight end, at least from a number standpoint, in the swag. He's an all uh, all swag guy. Uh, the best in the business. I think he's one of the players that everybody's talking about, small school football players that's got a chance. You know, I think we have several on our football team. Uh, and that starts with Dylan Beard. I think he runs routes like a receiver. He can catch the ball. He can block at the point of attack. He's as good of an H-back I've been around, and the sky's the limit. He does some things that you just cannot coach, and it's just I'm glad he's on our football team because our secondary get challenged trying to guard him. He's a physical and big body. He understands separation. He know how to lean on you. And, again, he's another one of those things, a walk-on that now he's on full scholarship. So, you know, when people look at our program, you ain't going to never know where these guys come from, where we got them from, but we give them an opportunity to shine, and that's what it's all about, is that we really recruit the state of Louisiana and we recruit high school freshmen, and we've been doing that since I've been here, and I think that's one of the reasons we're able to be in contention is because we keep a balance in our graduating classes. And then lastly, uh, Coach Odoms, and we appreciate the time, uh, uh, you know, a, a pretty solid schedule. I, I know, you know, you got three after you open at home against South Carolina State, which is really cool in the MEAC SWAC Challenge, three games on the road. I know that's going to be challenging, but I want to talk about, um, you know, it's cool with the um, uh, MEAC SWAC Challenge. Uh, you're hosting that. That's going to be a big-time game against South Carolina State. But talk about the next week. I'm not asking you to, to, you know, I'm just asking about the schedule in terms of being able to schedule Southern Miss and a former uh, rival uh, coach of yours, um, uh, uh, Jay Hobson, when he coached at Alcorn State. That the, the relationship you guys had, I guess, when he was at Alcorn State led to uh, this money game, no? Well, it's good to play against guys you know. Uh, I think it's Coach Hobbins done a great job in his first year at Southern Miss. And, you know, we look forward to going up there. I think they got a good football team. They got some good players coming back, coming off a momentum year where they were able to get to a bowl game, uh, finish the season off uh, the right way. And, you know, we just think that I think we got a good football team. And our schedule is always tough. Uh, when you're playing the swag every week, you know, you're going to have to lace them up and get ready to play three non-conference games to start this season. But at the end of the day, we tell our players it's real simple. And if we do the things we're supposed to, when we're supposed to do them, we got a chance. And that's what this whole camp, this, this whole all season been about. I'm excited about this football team. I'm excited about the challenges our schedule uh, opposed. But I think at the end of the day, it's about getting our players in position. we got enough players to make some plays. And I really like the schedule and the way it lays out for the challenge of these young men going forward in 2017. Dawson Odoms is the head football coach at Southern. He joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Coach Odoms, we appreciate the time, and we'll talk with you uh, during the course of the 2017 season, and good luck. Well, thank you all for having me. I got to get down here and get some of this real good cooking we got down here. Maybe y'all will have us on a little bit more. You got it, Coach. We look forward to to uh, coming down, and, and uh, we, we're going to have you on anyway. And, 
You, you know, I always ent- enjoy talking to Coach Odoms, and I talk to him pretty much. I mean, we've talked with him every year, at least on uh, from the press box to press row. And, uh, you know, he's he's very thorough, very about his program, had a lot of success early on. I just think, you know, Gramlin was just the team to beat on last year, but Southern had a, 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 you know, has a really, really good program. And I think Austin Howard may even take it to another level on this year. You know, speaking of food, and, and he's right. I mean, coming, listen, you know, and, and, uh, Coach has had some stops. Coach uh, Odoms has had some stops. He's been here at in the great state of North Carolina, at North Carolina Central um, at one time. We got some pretty good food here, but I'm going to tell you what. First time, I think as a matter of fact, the first time I had gone to Louisiana was for the, the Bayou Classic in 2007. And I think, okay, so the Bayou Classic is on a Saturday. I think the Friday before, I had gone over to Xavier University for, and typically Thanksgiving weekend, they have um, like a basketball tournament. Their women's program has a basketball tournament. So I went over there and um, I I had some of the, I had never had uh, uh, gumbo before and and so i had some of the gumbo or at least louisiana style anyway which is the real deal and i'm going to tell you what that gumbo was absolutely off the chain and then also you know i had a chance to spend some time um in baton rouge a couple of times as a matter of fact um and the uh booting balls uh were off the chain as well so no question <laughs> there is definitely some great food in the state of Louisiana. So that is going to about wrap it up for Southern today. And I think, again, Southern's going to have a really good, uh, strong football uh, team this year. Uh, boy, I mean, I, I you know, I, I think Grambling is the team to beat, but do not sleep on Southern. Unlike last year, I, I don't know if the Bayou Classic, I can't remember if the if, if Southern had even won the Bayou Classic, if they, I, I think Gramlin had already wrapped it up. But I think this year the Bayou Classic um, may, in fact, decide the, um, the SWAC's Western Division and who ultimately goes on um, to play in the very last SWAC championship game. That's going to wrap it up for today's HBCU Football Daily Podcast and our look At Southern on tomorrow, we're going to head to Arkansas and take a look at the Arkansas Pine Bluff Golden Lions. Have a great evening. We'll talk with you tomorrow.